favorite podcast the golden crown podcast where each week we bring you a sprinkle of hallmark movie magic you have your hosts for season seven you have myself sally joined by the beautiful the lovely the musical tracy and as promised we were going to bring you a very special guest this week someone who just recently celebrated their birthday Give it up for Cindy. <laughs> we love Cindy Happy on this podcast. We're so happy to have you. Are you good? I'm so overwhelmed. I'm overwhelmed. <laughs> it's too much. <sighs> too much. But not enough. Yeah. <laughs> Still more. On with the show. <laughs> exactly. As always, for season seven, we're going to start with our first segment, which is Grains of Wisdom. During this segment, we share our favorite quote or a favorite lesson from the Good Witch series, whether that be movies or TV. Mom, do you want to kick us off this week? Sure. I will start with one of my Cassieisms. So, of course, I love my quotes from Cassie. And unlike Sally, I never take it back to a certain season or a certain episode. <laughs> I just put in the Cassieisms, which sometimes do span across those. So I will, for this week's podcast, share with you, the road may be rocky, but the key is to find joy in the journey. Okay. Very, very profound. Wasn't Ooh, it Cindy just, likes that one. See, don't you love Cassie? Do you watch The Good Witch? Did you watch any of The Good um, Witches? I, I did watch some of them. Oh, wow. Look at you. Like the yeah. movies or the TV show? The movies. Okay. okay. Not the TV show. Okay. Yeah, that's fair. Awesome. There's a lot of TV show episodes of that one. Yeah. yeah. Well, my Cassieism for this week, I also did not remember which season this one was from. It's oddly a quote that stuck with me. I really mm. don't remember the context, though. But Cassie says, the first step in a new direction doesn't have to be perfect. It just has to be a step. And I really like this quote, and I feel like I absolutely live by that quote. <laughs> Check out the hockey journey on the Instagram featured in our last post. That was a example of that. <laughs> Take the first skate. Yeah, exactly. We may have won the basement, but we still got next season. <laughs> yeah, that was a tough one to watch. That was a tough one. You, you all gave it your all, though. You really we did. did. We did. All right, for our second segment, we have Coastline Elements. Staying in the theme for season seven, we now get into our three main island sun and water moments. Yes. But we also touch on all of those key hallmark movie smooch meter, couple chemistry, a setting, wardrobe, hair and makeup, oh. the whole the whole, the whole shub bang as we say exactly. But first, and most importantly, <laughs> we have to share what movie we will be reviewing on this podcast. Absolutely. So this week as promised, we're continuing in the Summer Nights 2023 vein. We watched Making Waves, which starred as leading lady Amelia Holland Roden. And as leading man, Will, Corey Cott. So, leading lady is new to me. 
believe she's probably also new to you. I think so. I don't I think don't, she started any Hallmark. I have not seen now. her anything. Okay. Corey Cott is not new to me, but he will be new to you, Mom, because he was featured in Butler's in Love, which is the one that Colleen and I took while you were on vacation. Oh, Our first Hallmark a, movie to get a one woo-woo rating. I was going to say, I remember <laughs> that was a horrendous, oh, wow. Yeah. That was his first one, and you gave I don't know if that was his first. It was, it was my first time seeing him in that movie. Gotcha. I don't know if he had done stuff before then but you know feel free to listen to your totally fanboying that is the episode where we cover that that first movie but this is the here and the now so let's go over the synopsis for making waves okay hallmark says a label executive rediscovers love at a music festival on the outer banks would on be the proper preposition there what do you mean? In, in the Outer Banks. Homer, you're getting sloppy with your synopsis. And that that was not proofread. That was not, Cindy. <laughs> As an editor, you can say something on that. And that, that wasn't, wasn't that wasn't even that descriptive. So really. let's give I mean, the details was... then. All so right. we yeah. of course have Amelia who is working with Lydia under Dream It Real records label did you check the prepositions there they were correct yes yes <laughs> if they're coming from your mother i know they're correct <laughs> true dad true dad once an editor always, always an, an editor, editor. <laughs> I, I haven't been an editor i just wanted to be part of the group <laughs> we'll accept you okay well as she's working under lydia we get our classic hallmark overbearing demanding boss she's asking Amelia to pick up coffee on her way in, even though Amelia's been promoted for quite some time. She's not the intern that she started out as. And Lydia's just very kind of terse, won't really hear Amelia out at any point, and is just very dismissive and Mm kind of gives you the ick when you watch it. Yeah. Not not jiving with that boss at all. Would not appreciate working for a person like that. She's a stressed out boss. She a, because is. she's divorced. Yes, newly. Newly divorced. They split the company up. Mm-hmm. Yikes. So she has a lot. And then she's got bosses, shareholders over her, the right. board, telling her what to do. Mm-hmm. Yes. So she feels she's a hot. She does she have a lot, a lot of pressure. On. Thank you for cultivating that sympathy, Cindy. This is why you're on our podcast. I work for a place who has a board, so yeah. I know how it works. That's fair. Otherwise, mom would be ripping Lydia to shreds. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Amelia, during her daily morning workout, heard a new band called Figure Eights, and she is in love with their sound. So she's trying to pitch to Lydia that they open a new wing where they feature indie artists as well. Purportedly, this record label is supposed to be artist-focused, so they give artists a lot more leeway. If you ever want to do a deep dive into record labels and the way that they sometimes are very unethical with their mm. bands, feel free. But definitely a spin on that where Hallmark is trying to make a very Hallmark record label where it's like, no, we won't take advantage of you and rip you off for millions of dollars. But mm-hmm. <laughs> as Amelia seeks this very high road to approaching bands she wants to go to the making waves music festival she likens this to such big names as coachella fire festival all these really big things and she says that she knows the area really well because it's where she used to always be during the summer Mm -hmm. we also got to see that her friend recently renovated their resort it's 
her friend Sam and Sam's husband Manuel and she knows that this will give her the opportunity to stay there as well. Lydia reluctantly agrees and lets her go, I would say. Pretty much dismisses it yeah. as just, okay, go ahead <laughs> just and go. Do it. Because she really does want to keep with the pop theme, doesn't want to go indie. Right. But she's thinking, well, if you, you might find other talent there too. So I guess it's yes. not a total bust. Just go ahead and go. Yes. She's more concerned about rubbing out her <laughs> sore muscles. She's stressed. Tense. Yeah. yeah. She's very, yeah. very, very stressed. But it does stressed. come across as just very rude because I. It does. At all points throughout the movie, Lydia just really doesn't have listening ears. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> she doesn't hear Correct. other people. She's either on her phone or, like we said, trying to massage out those well, sore muscles. It's those sore muscles and plus whatever the board tells her. Right. And the only way she can make a deal is to go in one direction. Mm-hmm. And that's all she's interested in. Yeah. Absolutely. Exactly. Well put, Cindy. <laughs> So we have our poor Amelia, mm-hmm. who is now back at a place that she's been often. Yes. A place where, as she reconnects with her friend Sam, mm-hmm. there's some conversation about an ex-boyfriend of and course. where he's at and what he's doing. And surprise, surprise, what would happen when, of course, Amelia goes to a local bar that she's frequented before. The Deep Blue. The Deep Blue that's owned by... Ted, Ted, who is the uncle of the ex-boyfriend. Correct. And the ex-boyfriend is there to serve her her drink. Yeah, which, given that it's the uncle's bar, we really shouldn't be that surprised. Yeah, nor should she really have been, but he did say he just moved back. (laughs) That's true. But she has not been keeping tabs on him. She's made that clear. Yes. And in seeing him, she admits that she's there to really seek out a new talent, a new local talent called Figure Eights. We can, as audience members, read from Will's expressions and things that that's clearly his band. In fact, Cindy felt she could write the movie, if I remember correctly. (laughs) Write the rest of the script from that point onward. (laughs) We know. We know. But Amelia is oblivious, and she hears that figure eights are on the set list to play tonight because the Deep Blue does feature artists. In fact, it's known for getting a lot of bands started at that location. Yes. But, unfortunately, as the figure eights go on, we see that Will is the lead singer and guitarist. Will the ex-boyfriend. Yes, Will the ex-boyfriend. Amelia is pulled away by a call from Lydia, just with a long list of demands, and totally misses the set. She's devastated. But, of course, there's the Making Waves Festival the very next day, where she for sure will be able to see them. Yes. Meanwhile, we learn that Sam is quite distressed. Cindy really picked up on her anguish because Manuel is trying to get her to consider an offer from an a Marcel, I think Thank is the you. name of the I company. Thank you, I could not recall. That's buying properties, on. including wanting to buy the dock. Yes. Buy the Deep Blue, which mm-hmm. they use for their for music. Uh, for yeah, live the They're trying to buy a lot of the properties on the yes. island. Correct. So clearly... Yes. Mm, it's going to be a conglomerate uh, acquisition. Yes, they're trying to say, of course, we're going to keep the property as is. We're just going to be enhancing the outside. But Sam's mm-hmm. very worried because she said she's been working at this resort since age 15. So clearly it's kind of her baby, essentially. Mm-hmm. Well, as Amelia makes it to the Making Waves Festival, she gets to see a familiar face in the crowd because RJ is there, who is Lydia's ex-husband. And he's also scouting out figure eights. He R. James Records, which yes. is the direct competitor, obviously, to Dream It Real Records. Correct. Because his ex-wife stayed in Nashville. Yes. 
he moved to LA. LA. Yes. yes. Good memory, Cindy. And now they're vying for the same talent. Or and other talents there. Yes. yes, exactly. But he is coming to here. Yes. Figure eights. And they're very amicable. They're competitive, but they're amicable with each other. He they does are. shake on it and says, made the best record label. He brought her in. Yes. He originally yes. hired So Amelia there, there is the some assistant. familiarity yeah. there and yeah. all yeah. that, as Michael would say. So as they're listening to the band come on, of course, Amelia has that realization. Oh my goodness, Will, my ex, is the foreman of And she figurines. can't believe it. She's in a yeah. state of shock. She, yeah. You were loving her facial expression. I was. She had a great... Facial expression. I loved it. It was yeah. good. It was that a how good, you would feel? It, it was that's a how good you would Amelia admits that she's a little embarrassed about not knowing that he was the leader of the group. He apologizes for not telling her, but says her reaction was worth not telling her about him being in the band. And Amelia gives her normal pitch, trying to say the label will put the artist forward. And... Obviously, he should feel very secure because she would be the head of the branch if he were to sign, of the indie branch. He also gets another offer that evening from the competitor. R. James Records, yes. And it's an offer that is large enough that he would be able to purchase the docks and the bar outright. So there is a lot of sway in that pitch that he was given, but the downer would be that they would have to be on the road a lot and he had said early on in his music career he had traveled a lot and seen what the distance and the fame can do to people and that's not really something he wants to say. which is why he had moved back to be back with his Mm -hmm. community back with some grassroots of music growing and independent development of that and kind of feeling out get more creative where right right being able to have that creativity and that control Mm -hmm. of things versus just totally being driven by some other factors. Absolutely. What Amelia wants to do at this point, she has a brilliant idea when he talks about the fact that he shares with her. He has to think firmly about this offer because what it right. allows them to do is to keep nurturing that music development and exposure and actually making it a centerpiece as long as they keep the dock and they keep the deep blue bar. So he's in a he's in a, a, pickle, a, a difficult in which he says then the band and I'll give give you our decision within a week or so. She's in a much tighter demand from her boss Lydia mm-hmm. that it's only a couple days, you can't go too much right. longer. She thinks about the fact, oh, all the bands that got started here, which he triggers that for her, and she goes to the wall mm-hmm. of fame, which basically is the wall with all the pictures of all the right. bands that have started. Correct. From this this bar itself. And she has a brilliant idea. A very grassroots idea, very, if you will. Yes, it because is. Because she, re- her and Sam jointly reach out to all the different bands and start to ask for donations in order to keep that spot still viable and able to produce new musicians. Save, save the bar. Yes. yes. Save the bar. And the dock exactly, Before Cindy. it all gets sold out because they Dude, have no choice because they can't keep their head above water right. and obviously right. selling makes the most sense which leads now to my brilliance moment so we already have the sun shining on the island we have a brilliance moment because amelia is able to go to uncle ted yes and to will and to present to them the list of all of the money each of these bands donated yes. and what that total is 
along with the loan they got approved for, mm -hmm. is enough now for Uncle Ted to go make his bid mm -hmm. that will outbid Marcel Development right. and have them save everything. Beautiful, lovely, tied up in a brilliance, pretty Brilliance, brilliance moment. <laughs> but we also have reached the quote of our podcast because as we are seeing the numbers come in, seeing Uncle Ted celebrate at the fact he will not have to give up his bar and dock, Mom says, why didn't they think of that? And Cindy snipes back. <laughs> because they're boys. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and so we have the title of the podcast. Yes, that was too perfect to pass because off. Because they're boys. <laughs> <laughs> but I will say, Amelia's not just helping Will and Ted. She's also doing a lot of good within the Making Waves Festival because there are groups such as the Marianne's. I know where it was one of the groups. There was also a solo artist. I don't think we ever caught what no, I didn't get the a name, name was. On that. No. But she's helping them by encouraging them by saying, you know, if you continue on this route, I'm hoping to develop an indie branch that I would then be able to sign you under and you know yes. get you that record label that obviously a lot of musicians and bands crave. Yes. She's even running the Marianne's booth for them as they are running to get more stock. Stop. Just, she's really doing good for the community, and you can see how happy it makes her to finally be back in those festival settings. Clearly, it's mm -hmm. not an experience she's had for many years. Nice to connect. Program. Yes, absolutely. She works with the producer by bribing him, basically, to get the figure eights from yeah. stage B to stage A. A better, because it's a a better, better location. Better, better, better sound venue. control, etc. So she... She is she knows what she's finding doing. her groove. Yeah, absolutely. And her groove is actually making a difference, not yes. just sitting in an office trying to absolutely. bring in new bands. So and I think not she... only that, she gets the stark contrast of Lydia, who will not listen to any of her ideas, who no matter what she does, she's kind of just seen as an errand girl, getting coffee, doing the things that Lydia wants her to do, versus making these connections within the mm -hmm. festival. These are people who are listening to her, who, yeah, she might have to fetch him a rock dog, a hot dog, um, <laughs> you know, in order to bribe him, but, you know, he's willing to do what she says. Mm -hmm. So I think that was kind of the huge difference that she's realizing, you know, this is kind of what I prefer rather than being right. ignored and dismissed <laughs> and of course what this allows now that the pressure of saving the bar yes. is off of will's back correct he can now focus on what is best for the band which yes. is to his understanding the offer that amelia is making on behalf of the dream it real record so he is now he and the band are now ready to go hook line and sinker so will now has he and the band are able to sign to commit to sign with Amelia's yes. deal and Record not label. have to go with R. James because they don't have to go for that higher Salary. payback. They can actually go with a company they believe they can trust right. to let them develop who they are as a band and expand in their in their indie uh, label world. Yeah, um, they're gay. However, however, this will lead us to our turbulence moment because. Right when the acceptance is made by Will and they're going to plow ahead with this deal, Amelia lets Lydia know that. Lydia then comes to the Outer Banks, to OBX herself, to help seal the deal. Correct. And while she's sitting at a table with Amelia to go through everything and she knows that Will is coming, she sends Amelia off to get her laptop from her, from her car because car. her heels are too high to walk all the way out there to get it. Which we all do believe. So I brought it up. It it was a, it, it was a setup. It, it was a setup. It had to have because been. as Will came to the table, then 
Lydia could be straightforward with, you know, we're looking forward to supporting you and making you a huge pop star group. Yeah. And we have this list of other pop groups that you can, that they can help you, can help, emulate. you help you hone and develop mm-hmm. your music and your sound, which hits Will totally wrong because his right. sound is, is what he he's is. very happy right. of it. And it's who he is. Exactly. And that's literally yeah. why he signed on with that label because he thought that would be respected. That's correct. And Lydia kind of how the turns have tabled. Right. And again, since she doesn't listen, she has no right. idea the bombshell she dropped, right. how it's affecting her. Correct. Mm-hmm. Has no idea. Because she that's when the bombshell was like, what did you say to him? Right, cause because Amelia's at a loss. And she's like, I don't what understand happened? what happened. I, like, everything was going fine. And she realizes that Lydia was trying to change them into a pop group. And so she pieces together, oh, so that indie branch you promised, that's never going to happen. And Lydia says, yeah, the board didn't approve of the indie branch, so we're going to have to move forward with the pop branch instead. And, of course, Amelia says, well, that's not going to work. I'm never going to be able to get them to sign on if that's the sound that you're going for. And so she walks away. Amelia walks away, but then uh, turns around. Yeah, stops, turns around, and Cindy knew what was going to come out of her mouth next. Yes, I did. And it sa- and and she says, I can't work for you anymore. Right. So there's can't. the turbulence. That was my whole yeah. turbulence moment was this yes. whole scenario of laying out the fact that Lydia set it all up, was never going to sign them up right. as an indie band, was always going to do it as a pop band, Correct. didn't care about what they were doing or anything else, thought that Amelia will take the hit for it, but right. she'll still make it happen because she's the right. employee. And Will's going to go wrong with it because everybody wants to be on a record label, of course. Why would they, you know, you, you don't have your choice anymore. You turned down R. James, so now you have to go with us. So she's got this all set. The turbulence waters come up yeah. onto the island. The more you think have... about it, the more, like, twisted it gets, yeah. I feel like. And and Will actually turning around to Amelia saying, I trusted you. Yeah. And oh, yeah. I shouldn't have. Which now, obviously, now Amelia's devastated. Lost, lost them and quit her job and is it? Pretty much rock bottom. Yeah. But equally feeling like she hit rock bottom is Sam. Because at this point, her and her husband, after much deliberation, have decided they are going to sell. And as she's signing the papers, you know, she's feeling that grief and loss of that thing that I poured all this time into is not mine anymore. And that's difficult. But her husband does have a quick little surprise for her because the cottage that was really important to Will, Manuel... Uh, Sam and Amelia, he had factored into the contract that they would be able to keep that land. So he says, you know, you don't have to know what you're doing with it yet, but this space is for you. And as they're trying to have a romantic moment, Amelia is texting Sam saying, hey, (laughs) things have gone way wrong with Will. I don't know what to do. And I'm sad girl eating funnel cake. And she was sad girl, but the funnel cake looked really tasty. Yeah, it did. It did. Sitting <laughs> like, on you, got, you gotta love a good funnel cake. Y- you do. You have to. Fair food. Exactly. You can't go wrong. <laughs> Not at all. But as they are sitting together, kind of commiserating alongside one another as true friends do. Amelia has an idea. Yes. Oh, because of course. Of what she and Sam can oh, do now. I do remember what I was going to say. That was the first time I feel like we had a normal Hallmark reaction to quitting your job. Oh. Because she literally almost burst out in tears when she admits to Sam, like, I quit my job. Yeah. I'm like, Because normally they're like, I quit my job. And it's like, what? You, 
I mean, of course, it's always the right move to do because we always have the overbearing Hallmark boss that won't take you seriously, but still, that would be a nerve-wracking experience. So I'm glad Hallmark kind of sprinkled in a dash of reality there of like, wow, I really did that. <laughs> Yes. But yes, Mom, continue with Amelia's brilliant plan. So now Amelia has a great idea, and we get that towards the very end now of the movie, because first we have to go back a little bit and explain that Amelia has stage fright. Yes. That she is not able to be in front of a crowd. She feels best at one or two people and communicating, whereas Will feels awkward with one or two people, but is fine in front of a crowd. So they have this Love dichotomy that. between the two of them. Right. We kind of get a little bit of their backstory yes. and how they broke up and where Will was going to have her come up when he and his band were... Not figure eights at the Not time. figure eights, but a high school band. High school days when they were dating, they were going to have her speak. She ran Rose. away. He took it totally as she ran away because she was upset with him. That wasn't what it was all about. It was that she was afraid. Yeah, they basically assumed and that the other was upset so, yeah. at the other and then didn't communicate and thought Anything that the relationship for the rest of the time was supposed to just be That's over. right. So so now let's bring it back to present day and we'll yes. get the context here that Amelia is walking up on stage at the Making Waves. Must be like their last day of performances or yeah, something. Yeah, I would say it's Concert, a final day. Some yeah. such thing, as Cindy says. <laughs> yes, we love They are on Cindy. stage A, because it's the bigger and the better of it. And Amelia speaks and introduces them. Yes, And in introducing them, she also makes an offer to them to sign up with the Two Waves Music Records label that she and Sam yes. have now... Created and developed as a company all their own. So now we see this is it's where, a boutique company, is yes. what she said. Oh, cute. This I is where that. we have Sam and Amelia working who together. Who said they work together very well as they raise the money, as they've done other things together since Amelia's been back on OBX. And they basically now have this record label and, of course, the figure eights accept that. Offer graciously accepted. First, first group to sign on. Yes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and we have kind of the foretaste that maybe the Marianne's and others might right, be right. the next would, ones would be joining. In. Yes. And we get some singing. And then in between songs, he goes to Amelia. She says how amazing the band is and how happy she would be if he would sign with them for sure. Because, obviously, she did ask him quite publicly. He kind of probably felt a little forced to say yes in the moment. And she, thankfully, she does recognize that. Of, like, if you truly are feeling comfortable, I will never ask you to change your sound. I'll never ask you, like, you know, what Lydia did was behind my back. I didn't have any knowledge right, of it. Right. And he says he knows and he feels bad for assuming the worst in her. And... Ladies, we have now reached the smooch meter as he admits that he has always loved her. He did. Thoughts. Smooch meter? Oh, oh. Go ahead. The smooch meter is way up there. Oh, way up there! I thought so. Yeah. I thought it was a good one. I did too. I will agree. I will yeah. agree. I read it's a nice it quite solid high. smooch. I wrote spicy, almost tie tie level. Almost tie tie level, getting there. Mom, mom thought she was the, the not more nine kittens, one. not nine kittens of Christmas, but yeah, <laughs> it was pretty close. She was the more aggressive. She one. was, yeah, yeah. It was she impressive. set the tone. She does what she wants. And then Cindy's heart melted as he returns to the stage and sings. His dedication song for her. His dedication song. It was a very Love touching. Song. And he did it 
the way Amelia has suggested yes. to do it, where Correct. he sings solo, no music, at the beginning and at the end. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Good catch, Cindy. Of course, we kind of get a flash forward. We don't know exactly how much time has passed, but that cottage space that Manuel had purchased for Sam has now been transformed into the Two Waves record label. Yep. Yes. And they are, you know, going over some of the art for the Marianne's. So we know the Marianne's have always already signed on, and Will is bringing caffeine thank you will mm-hmm. uh, as they are needing to debate some minute details of the band or some such yeah. thing a business it's just a business, business transaction if you will and that's really how we close out our movie did you have a grounding moment oh you know yeah i did <laughs> i kind of forgot to mention it it's the moment that we talked about where she finally takes the microphone so this is where we have reached land or that grounding moment. While they're at the fairgrounds earlier on and they're finally having all those realizations that we just talked about in terms of, oh, I thought you were mad at me. No, I thought you were mad at me. She says- Oh, high school. Right, yeah. Oh, high school. <laughs> I mean, but for, for real, that is how some things go in high school. <laughs> like, what the heck? She says, you know, I can't be brave like all you rock stars. Like, I can't go and talk on a microphone. And that's really where I felt like it was the grounding moment because he almost flips the script and says, you know, as he's sharing, I struggle talking more one-on-one with people. He's saying courage comes in multiple forms. Like, it doesn't just mean, oh, I can sing in front of a big group of people. I'm courageous. It's that we all have our different battles or challenges Mm -hmm. or obstacles in our lives that we have to individually face and it might not look the same for everyone i feel like that i know that might not have been a resounding message in the movie but it was the one that really stuck out to me because i'm like okay that's pretty cool i like that so setting hair makeup let's touch on it all wardrobe i thought everything was very natural and very keen to the beach because that's where they were yeah Mm -hmm. you didn't have to wear a a lot of makeup you didn't have to have a lot of snazzy clothes because right. it's all very low-key yeah. and beachy yeah lots of so sundresses great. and sandals and yes mom you suits. seemed infatuated with the sundress look i really did yeah. oh okay her, i her dresses so. were adorable very very beachy I really yes i really love those dresses and well cindy will get to the shoe count later but yeah. she was very practical about her wardrobe yes. let's put it that way and i feel like will really pulled off the indie musician yeah. look Absolutely. And all the looks were very chill because even his, quote, job, I guess, at the bar, like, you know, it it was very casual. There wasn't any, the only one who was really dressed up in this movie was Lydia. Yeah. That was about it. Yeah. It was. Who does seem to be almost reuniting with her husband Yeah, we, we, we kind of have a little teaser yeah, there. Not really sure what happens. They both kind of look at each other and run away, and I wasn't sure what that was about. We didn't really revisit that in our... I think there was a spark. Uh, Cindy was convinced. Cindy was. I think was. they were following that spark someplace yeah. else, away from the music festival. Could be. Could be. But anywho. Uh, so a couple of love stories going on there. Yeah. But at least three, right? Because, yeah. Her hair, I feel like, was pretty much always down, if I remember correctly. Only when she, she was, like, running or working out. Gray. Oh, she, she did, did have, have the, the fishtail. fishtail oh, thank braid. you, Cindy. She that had, was cute. Right. She had a couple of different. She just yeah. had very natural looks with, yeah, that was did. perfectly suited oh, for the location. Yes. Right? Uh, even when we were in Nashville, I quite liked her little loft apartment. Yes, very um, But cute. definitely the resort area. It was beautiful. Oh, my gosh. Cindy was r- about ready to book out that room. I was yeah. ready to be there. <laughs> we find her in. Yes, yes. It was quite cute. And even the festival seemed very authentic to me. It did. I wouldn't say it was as big as Coachella. <laughs> no. But, but it, was, it, was, it was very cute. 
Plus, it was it. very much festival festival, oh, not yeah. just music festival. I mean, it was all the rides yeah. and the games and the... But and my so understanding is that that's really what music festivals have become. Am okay. I wrong in that? I, I do not know it's, that. It's a little I thought bit it was... of everything to get people to go okay. mm-hmm. as a family. And you have different things you can do then. Right. If Especially, you want to go listen to music, you yeah. can go Because play games sometimes or... the music isn't playing, so yeah. you have to do something right. to entertain And I entertain guess the Outer Banks, that would make sense, because if I understand correctly, that's a very like family yes. destiny, vacation yes. destination. Mm-hmm. So Exactly. Okay, we'll buy it. I like I liked it. I also appreciated the chemistry of the couple. Okay. What were what were your thoughts? I thought the chemistry was good. I liked the chemistry for all the couples. I liked it with the yes, hotel point. owners or the inn well. owners because mm-hmm. they were very natural with each other. Talk about do you want to sell now? I don't know. You know, right. it was just a very normal way of people right talking about big decisions. Yeah. Um. And even Lydia, the the stressed out boss, she was even a natural because she oh, yeah. was getting divorced. She had a lot of things that she was trying yeah. to focus on and, and get through. I liked the band, even his yeah. fellow band members. I thought it was very interesting when you looked at them, being an indie band, they were all totally different. Yeah. One had a nice trim beard blade and then you had one with longer hair a little shaggier beard and the other guy was just a clean cut joe right with an army cut yeah just so hodgepodge it was just a very eclectic group of of guys playing would have preferred to see grizzly bear featured in this movie but it's okay hallmark i'll look past it (laughs) somehow she'll forgive you but that was my take i liked all the characters yeah yeah i didn't find yeah. fault with any of them. I think really. chemistry of the couple, I think, was good. It was just kind of like, were you guys close and did you really date that much in high school? Because it, mm. I didn't see like the flame. I didn't see like the, oh, wow. Well, I, don't, I don't think they, they did. They, I, yeah, I was going to yeah, say, I don't I, think they dated for very long at all. I, I think it was very short lived. Yeah, okay. That's and kind of, also, I mean, they did well with that then because I yeah. think that's. It's like, okay, we were attracted then. Right. We but weren't anymore, didn't follow each other. But yeah, I'm, I'm we still attracted to you. Because I thought he was mad at me and she thought he was mad at me. But obviously you know. at the end he says, yeah. I love you and I've always yeah. loved he you. So he was more he invested than her, I yeah. guess, at that point. So I okay. also feel like we don't know exactly what age they are now, but presumably, especially given that this was in high school, this must have been some time. Well, she, yeah. I think I pegged them in their early thirties. Yeah, right. I would right. say the same. Yeah, you're at least 12, 14 years out of high school. Or yeah, something, somewhere in there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I thought the chemistry was quite natural too. Uh, I will say this is probably one of the first rekindling romances where we didn't have a mid movie kiss. We did take it all the way to the end. And I wouldn't know if we were going to have it. I thought we were running yeah, out of time. Really didn't like, think it was I knew they were going to have it. I wow. knew that they would because it's Hallmark. Oh, you have much faith. I wrote the script. <laughs> well, I hope you got paid enough for it. <laughs> but, of course, this makes a slip and slide into our final segment, which is Tropical Tallies. <laughs> this segment we like to report all of our counts as well as our woo-woo rating you know our woo-woo rating is based on our gorgeous golden retriever miss nala mama you know her you love her you see her on the instagram each week and give her lots of love because she does deserve it but first let's start with those counts so our guest cindy has graciously offered to take some counts so what did you have well i had coats and of course there were no coats because it's on the beach yes what are you gonna do i know and then i had (laughs) shoes and i had purses and she loved that 
brown beige satchel purse. Yes, she that was a fave. Everywhere with her. <laughs> was it the only one? It's was the, it only, just, one. It's the okay. only one. It was one. the only one. She loved the purse. See, that's what I would do when I travel. Yeah. You, ca- you might take a satchel purse, and then it may be a smaller purse. Mm. But you just, you know, you don't switch out on every You outfit. don't want to mess around. And she did good with that. I like that. Right. Frankly, she, I thought she was normal with just one purse. Wow, Cindy liked the one purse count. I did. And, of course, she's from Nashville, and she's not going that far true, over to the true. beach. So Nashville's pretty hot clam- climate. Yeah. So basically, she had her tennis shoes, her white flip-flops, and her brown sandals. Okay, three. And that's enough to take on a vacation. That's what I would take on a vacation. Cindy felt like she was the main character. I was the main character. <laughs> yeah. AKA Amelia. Yeah. 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 She travels like I do. Yeah. You know, for some point, Perfect. just, you know, yeah, that's it. Yeah. Well, that left me with necklaces. I got a count of three. She had, I couldn't quite tell what it was. It was almost like a squarish pendant in the beginning of the movie. Yeah. And then for the rest of the movie, she had a gold chain in addition to kind of a similarly shaped necklace but it was a different color and right. I forget the details now but yes those were her three necklaces throughout the movie and mom what beverage or what counts did you have so I have the beverage counts I have the cold the hot and the adult um, yes. cold beverages each of the leads had one each oh wow okay hot beverages she had five he had three <laughs> okay total of eight adult beverages she had two and he at the bar had zero Oh, right. Well, we don't really because know. I guess he's, he's the, bar. the bartender, so he doesn't get any. But she only Till had after two. The shift. We had wine and we had some kind of maybe a mixed drink or something in a low bowl yeah. glass the first nice. night she was there. Good. Yes. Oh, oh, no, no. Mom. She had an IP when she first walked oh, yeah, into she the did. bar. But did she drink it? Well, I, I never there. saw him even serve it. I know he she said it, and I never saw him like give her That's the drink. That's true. I think they got too distracted in the yeah. figure eights. I never saw Jay. like a. A Good call. Actual glass. Good call. Nothing went to it. All right. But should have been. Should have been. been three. Should have been, but alas. We saw no witnesses of the, <laughs> of the beverage. So now we have to give our woo-woo rating. Mm-hmm. This is based off Nala. Like we said, she likes to woo-woo to express herself. She gave a lot of woo-woos to Cindy tonight. A she lot. She did. She was brilliant. She had a lot to tell you. She did. <laughs> She woo to, to express say. everything she thinks in that little brain of hers. So we will woo-woo to express our thoughts as well on a one-to-five scale, one being the worst Hallmark movie we've ever seen, five being the best Hallmark movie we've ever seen. I say we kick it to our guests. Okay. I you can do half woo-woos even. Actually, yes. I was going to do four and a half. you go it sounded like you felt it was a little different for hallmark but in a good way and i think that's why i liked it so yeah. much because it was a little different i give making waves three woos Ooh, we're very different in our little I, one to five it's right that's in the right middle. That's it's right. right in the middle nothing stood out to me as much as i'd love to have gotten backstories i just felt like i wasn't getting enough backstory you wanted more I did. Doing more. I, you know, it just left me behind on that. I I should have wrote the script better. You should have. You should have written it better. I, you <laughs> know, next time. Next time. More, I did. More. I will say, you know, to make it a strong three was definitely this record company label thing because I thought that was different. Yeah. That's a different industry. We don't is. usually get into that one. Mm-mm. I like the music festival type of 
arena. I but they the always OBX. have a festival, and that's how they did the. the You're music right. Well, I didn't even. True. I didn't catch that. Yes. We do like our. It was festivals. just a different different time. It was a time. summertime. Yeah. Festival. It's our summer festival. It yes. is our summer festival. That's exactly that, what it does was. Does that raise the woo woo rating? It might be a three point five <laughs> at this point then. <laughs> I do like my festivals. But they always have a festival somewhere in a Hallmark movie. Somewhere That's going fair. on. And this was, had the Ferris wheel. This would have given us the bingo. It had the, the, it had the funnel been. cake. Come on, people. Mm. <laughs> funnel cake. I get it. Don't it you want to go up it. to four? It just, no, I don't want to go up to four. <laughs> I mean, like I say, the setting, I like the Outer yeah. Bank setting. It just didn't push it to any level of greatness to me. Characters are good, solid, but not like... Wow, that was that was amazing on an acting job or anything. I just yeah, three yeah, maybe three and a half. That's okay. I should have gone. I, I, I like your opinion. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very much, Cindy. I clearly should have gone after Cindy because I am giving Making Waves a five woo rating. Ooh. I did not hesitate on this one. I enjoyed the plot line. Every step of it, I really enjoyed. I liked the sweet rekindled romance, especially that we did a different take instead of there was some tragic event. It was we didn't communicate, which, again, as someone who works in a high school, I can tell you that is um, a thousand percent most of the reasons people break up. So I appreciated that touch of reality. I it sounded to me like the songs that they used for figure eights, as well as just kind of sprinkled throughout, like with the Marianne's and things like that, those all seem to be original songs. I think they were originals. I did Which I was so. like, dang, Hallmark, you literally wrote songs for this. Like, kudos to you. That that gets points in my book, because I always pay attention to the music. And I liked how all of it was indie music. It tied with what they were going for in this movie. She was really cute. I looked up the actress and seems like she was mostly in teen wolf so i would not recognize her but tessa would because tess watched a lot of teen wolf oh did she so i don't know what that is i didn't watch any teen wolf i think it's a tv show yeah but maybe there's also movies i'm actually really not sure i i'm so uneducated brad you can correct me on this oh we we do like sam (laughs) yeah we do like sam yeah that's right mom go ahead go ahead sally looked sam up and she was in the love it glacier national a national parks national park romance she was the sister who was trying to get pregnant we loved her in that one we're let way way down when she didn't get pregnant and her sister never addressed it remember that one go listen to it again um Come on, Alpine Princess, I believe. There you go. Come on, Alpine Princess. And they're mm-hmm. doing a, um, a snow skiing. Yes. Or snow... Uh, hiking. S- snow hiking type thing, yeah. Whatever. Would that be yeah. shoe walking or shoe... Shoe sledding? Shoe snow. Well, shoe. you know it's something like that. It's a shoe something. Yeah, exactly. So snow shoeing. Shoe shoeing. Yes, snow shoeing, exactly. <laughs> yes, that's what but we'll yes. call it. But we love her. We love her. She was great. I love the main I loved the main actress getting to see her in this. She was so cute with her facial expressions, also had a great smile. And I enjoyed Corey caught in this way better than Butler's in Love. I think this showed his acting talent a lot more. And Cindy and Mom and I discovered that it seems like he legitimately sang these songs too, which again, way more points on you, Hallmark, because I feel like there's not a lot of movies where we can say the person actually sang their songs. I think you know what I mean? his comfort zone. Yeah, yeah. And that was cool to see. Like, I appreciated that. Uh, and then 
I also noticed when he was playing the guitar, it did sync with the music. So that also makes sense that he's mm, a yeah. musically talented individual because a, a lot of times you watch their hands and you're like, yeah, you didn't know, but that's okay. <laughs> but yeah. Um, also, the friendship rekindling was an element to this movie that I didn't originally see, but mm. I thought it was so precious the way they came back together and we were like able to admit to each other, you know, we really shouldn't have lost touch the way that we did. It was a little disappointing that something that I value so much in my life I let go of and didn't even realize the impact it had on me. Because they finally are coming clean about the things in their life that are stressing them out because that's what you do with a friend. So I was like, yes, I love to see it. Great side characters in this movie. Loved Uncle Ted. Loved the, you know, Sam and Manuel, like what we've been saying. I loved all the side characters. I felt like, again, like that little Hallmark small town village vibes. Like that's, that's, that's it. Um, for any of you all who have seen the Barbie movie, also oh, could not geez. help but imagining the Ken scene of him singing to Barbie on the beach that was really brought to mind by this movie as he is singing multiple songs to her. <laughs> I, did, I, I, I did not see the Barbie movie, so I guess that'll be on our agenda next, Cindy. Oh, that, that'd be our Ken. chick flick sometime on a rainy afternoon. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> gotta go on to the Barbie movie. Oh my goodness. It's so good. I'm just not sure I can do it. Can we do this? Yes. Those are our final concluding thoughts of the movie. I gave a Matt-like thesis of why I gave this movie a five. You did. You did. Actually, uh, Matt and Kelly would be I, I, I feel like he would be proud thing. of me He would that. be. Not only he probably sprinkling more facts about each one of the well, actors. Well, yeah, okay, okay, that's fair. Matt. I tried. Let's give our shout-outs. Okay. Shout-out to Sydney, because you're you. sitting right here, and we're so happy. <laughs> Happy to have you back. Happy birthday, happy, happy birthday, birthday. Thank yeah. you, thank you, thank you. Shout out to Tessa. Tessa. We love you, we love you. Hope I you're think... feeling a lot better. Yeah, I think you're recovering, hopefully. Before you go to work for the next three days. Yeah. Shout out to our husbands, mm-hmm. to Nick and to Mark. Thank you, as always, for supporting us. Yes. Nick recently caught up, so good for him. He was I... a lot, a lot, a lot of episodes behind, like almost a whole I season think behind. Dad is totally caught up. Yes, wow. I believe so. Shout out to our beverage provider for the evening, Mom, who made some champagne, cranberry. Uh, cran- yeah, so brewed fruit. champagne is what I had used, and yeah, a little bit of cranberry juice and some fruits in there. And Getting so, Cindy and I a little tipsy. Well, we had to celebrate the birthday. Yes! And there was some dessert bars. It was a delightful beverage. It was a delightful, little light, bubbly beverage. Uh, yes. So alcohol counter up to three. When three plus, plus three, three up there. Yep. Yeah, and we've got some waters. We've got plus three. We the always have beds. waters. Just, just to add them on. Exactly. Shout out to Brad for giving us our answer from last week. Two that, tickets to paradise. Yeah, two tickets to paradise was the key. They always have to keep the same people in Hawaii, I guess. I don't know what else well, to say. They hopefully get away from the wildfires. Yeah. Yes, yes. Yes, please be safe if you're there. I hope everyone's staying safe. Yes. Yes. Yes, we're all thinking about you. Shout out to all of our listeners, both loyal and new. We appreciate you coming back each week to hear our chitter-chatter. We wouldn't be doing this without you. We're fastly approaching episode 100. Wow. wow. This is 94, I my I think friends. we need a cake. I think, <laughs> I think so, too. Maybe an official real cake instead yeah. of little dessert bars. Exactly. Yeah, maybe we'll have to have you back on for the 100th episode. We'll have to see. We'll have to see. It'd be great if we had all of our guests. Oh, goodness. Oh, no, that'd I don't be know about that. That would be a big, that. fun party. That's a party. We don't have to have them all talking. We have okay. a party. Okay. Okay. Well, 
friends, it has been lovely. And as we are progressing through this season, we will be continuing in the Summer Nights 2023 vein. I will say I feel like we brought it from the last movie. Let's see yes. if we can continue the streak. Thank you, Cindy, for joining yes, us. Thank, thank you, you for marrying so me. It was Special lovely. podcast, season seven. We need Cindy at least one to two every season. Yes. And until next time. Cheers! Cheers. <laughs> <laughs>